This is the Small Moves Podcast with your host, Jason Hertzberger, episode 73. Warren Buffett said on spending, Do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. Hmm. That man makes me feel worse and worse about myself every time I read something by him. You're listening to the Small Moves Podcast. Small steps for big progress. With your host, Jason Hertzberger. Your next step starts now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Small Moves Podcast, small steps for big progress. Let's prepare to ignite. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Small Moves Podcast. So glad that you are back. And speaking of being back, I am back after having taken the last couple of weeks off and done a lot of fun and crazy stuff with the family centering around 4th of July and all of the wonderful things that come along with living here in the RV park and all the super cool things that we have to do around there. But that being said, I am back and one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, the area that I want to talk about today is personal finance. This has been the bane of the existence of nearly everyone that I know, including myself. The topic of how to manage the money, how to manage the assets that you already have, it's one of the biggest dilemmas that most of us face on a day-to-day, month-to-month, and year-to-year basis. The quote from Warren Buffett early on really touched on something that a lot of people like to talk about and like to say, but don't really end up implementing, which is, you know, you don't save after you're finished spending, but you spend after you finish saving is somewhat of a paraphrase of that. That's obviously incredibly tough in the world that we live in. If you're a family, if you have kids, you know, it just makes, it just compounds and makes things even worse because of the costs involved in raising kids. So depending on your family situation, you might have one parent working, you might have two parents working, you know, whatever whatever the, your particular situation is, finding the right savings rate is something that I find to be incredibly important. And it is something that we are still struggling with here in the good old Hertzberger household. So one of the things that I really wanted to touch on with this episode, and this episode is going to be a little shorter than some that I've done recently, because I just want to get this sort of something of an announcement out and just touch on a few of the motivating factors behind that. The... There is a blog out there called Mr. Money Mustache, and that is something that I have been reading for some time now. It is incredibly inspiring, but it is also something that feels to be, for the average Joe, almost impossible to implement. It's a philosophy that a lot of people think is almost impossible to implement. I am taking it as a challenge because right now we have, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that our family has moved out of our full-sized single-family home in a pretty cutesy little suburb outside of Baltimore and into a 40-foot RV with plans of, in the relatively near future, meaning within the next year to a couple of years, actively traveling around the country in the in our RV 
obviously, in order to do that, we need to be able to be financially independent or at least geographically financially independent. Both my wife and I actively run small businesses in the Baltimore area that are both service-based. So it's nearly impossible for us to hit the road as is. So we're in the process of trying to figure out how to take our current businesses and run them in a way where we ourselves don't necessarily have to be physically present or we're looking at ways to possibly separate from the businesses that we have right now and find others that would allow us to be more geographically independent. But going into a move like that, it's highly, highly, highly critical if that's something that you're thinking about doing or have ever thought about doing to have your finances just bulletproof, have your systems bulletproof, what you're saving, what you're spending, what how you're budgeting. These systems have to be in place so that you have a roadmap for where you're going with your financial future, regardless of what your plans are. In our case, we are a little crazy in that we're planning on hitting the road. Not everyone has similar aspirations to that, but you don't necessarily need to. Because even if you're planning on staying put and following a more traditional lifestyle route, which is the case with a lot of people, I'm sure, and a lot of people that are listening to this show, I'm sure that's the case. The bottom line is not having predictability in your finances and not knowing where your money is, where it's going, and what it's doing for you, assuming you even have any money to be doing anything with, that stre- that can put an incredible amount of stress on you, as I'm sure you know. If you're listening to this and if you're breathing oxygen, I'm sure that you felt that level of stress either currently or in the past, whether it be in a mild level or up to a nearly debilitating anxiety level. I know that's absolutely been the case for me and absolutely is still the case for me in a a few areas of my life. My wife and I are still working on elimination of some debt that we've accumulated in the past. That's something that we are actively working on and periodically struggle to maintain the path for the reduction of that, which is something I'm sure a lot of people that are out there can sympathize with. So I am looking for a system or a few systems to play with to try and make some bigger leaps of progress in that particular area of our, of our family life or especially specifically in me and my life that is something that I'm going to be working on hard for the next probably three to six months and I'm going to be reporting on that as I go along I am currently On the budgeting side, I'm currently experimenting with a system called YNAB, which in episode 72 of the show with Maria Nicolosi, I asked her about my normal $100 question, like what's the product that's made the biggest impact on her life under 100 bucks? She mentioned YNAB, which which stands for You Need a Budget. It's a online budgeting-based platform that ties into all your online logins for all of your accounts, and it basically monitors monitors let's try that in English, monitors all of your transactions and you have to actively go into the app on the phone or their web-based app through your browser and assign every single transaction that you do to a category manually. It is incredibly tedious and incredibly eye-opening 
and makes you feel like an absolute piece of crap because when you realize it's like, oh my God, I spent this on this, I spent this on this, tracking these things makes you incredibly self-conscious, but it's something that I think is going to be incredibly helpful for me and I think it's something that can be helpful for you as well. Now, there's lots of other ways to get your personal finances in order, whether it be finding other ways to make to increase your income. That's something that I won't generally talk about much on the personal finance days because I limit I limit that to the income or job topics, which I which I cycle around to every five weeks or so. But there's obviously increasing your personal income. There is finding other ways to invest. There's saying the hell with it with investing and just piling 100% of your spare money towards debt if you're in a position of debt, non-productive debt, I should say. If that's something, if that's a situation that you're in, maybe that is the route that is most anxiety alleviating. Um, whatever the situation is for you, you have to sit down for yourself and try and figure out what that priority is and what your bottom line, what is your time frame for either fully getting yourself out of the situation that you're in or into a situation that you're currently not in, depending on what direction on that scale you're going, and assigning a time frame to it and letting other people know what that time frame is and what you're working on so that people can support you. That's something that I've never really had much in this area of my life, and that's something that I'm actively searching for right now, and that is something in the way of a mentor or a coach or somebody that could effectively pick you know pick me up and kick me in the ass when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right now, I'm generally not accountable in that area of my life to anyone other than myself and obviously my wife, but having somebody from the outside and a non-interested party to actually step in and make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing is something that I think could be incredibly beneficial for me. And definitely it's something that you should consider yourself also if that's a problem that you've had in the past, whether it be getting debt under control or maintaining consistency with a savings plan or maintaining regularity with your budget or staying under budget on a month-to-month -month basis without going completely crazy. These are things that are very hard to do, and sometimes it's helpful to let somebody else in that's not totally reliant on your income to be able to look at things and say, hey, get your shit together. Um, that's something that I think is incredibly helpful and I think would be helpful for me. So that's something that I'm actively searching for. Um, I've, re I've reached out to a couple of potential sources for that this week, and that's something that I'm going to be reporting back on as time goes by on these personal finance episodes. If you have any questions or any comments or preferably any suggestions on a good source for information like that, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about it if it's something that you've had a good experience with and if it's a particular person or a particular coach that you've had experience with that you think is very good at this. Twofold. One, love to talk to them potentially about my situation. Two, 
love to possibly feature them on the podcast, depending on their background. If it's something that they are open to or interested in talking about on the show, love to have them or you on the show to talk about this topic. This is something that obviously concerns an enormous amount of people in the U.S. as well as across the globe. And this is a topic that I think a lot of people would show interest in and I definitely would like to learn more about so that I can teach it because I fully subscribe to the philosophy of Nathan Barry from ConvertKit, now Seva, of teach everything you know. And if I can find a way out of the situation that I'm in faster than just the basic moseying along down the path that I'm currently or have been on in the past... I'm absolutely going to be teaching that information and pushing it out here on the show because it's something that I think we can all benefit from if I see that it works. So that being said, thanks a lot for listening to this show. I'm really glad that you're sticking with me through this. We're coming up on a year of this show. I've been publishing the show for over 10 months and we are coming up at the beginning of September on the one year anniversary of the show. I've got a lot of really great episodes and great interviews recorded already and set to release in the next couple of months. So I'm really happy to get those out. I cannot wait to hear back from you guys about this topic. Let me know what you think. That being said, let's get back to it. Hope you have a great rest of your week. You've got this. Mm -hmm.